So we would like to add a trigger warning for this episode. We will discuss topics such as uh, suicide and violence against women. And, uh, you know, feel free to skip this episode and join us next week instead. But uh, otherwise, um, here we go. Imperial battleship. Halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock! I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star, double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space, herpy. Give me the remote control! Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman! Impossible! Welcome, listener, to Star Crashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. In this episode, we'll discuss the classic masterpiece known as The Alpha Incident from 1978. My name is Ebba. <laughs> My name is Linnea. So, before we get into the uh, amazing synopsis of this movie, I would just like to tell you, Linnea, that I hate you. I hate you so much. I, un- I understand. I un- <laughs> completely understand. And I, I, I also kind of feel like you hate me too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you made me watch this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, nemesis aside and vendettas for future vendettas. Uh, <laughs> tell me a little bit about the Alpha Incident. <clears throat> so, the Alpha Incident... As Ebba said, it's a classic. Uh, no, it's not. It's it's not. Uh, (laughs) It is essentially a uh, Andromeda strain wannabe. Uh, It doesn't succeed with pretty much anything. Um, It is about this alien virus life form that some people have brought back to Earth. And it turns out it's deadly. And then they are... Shipping it on a train, because that's very secure, as it is. Um, And a stupid guy there, who is very curious about what is in those crates. He opens them, and he, of course, he breaks a wire, because that's what you do. Mm. Um, So, the people on the train, and a few people on the train station that they are are stopping at, uh, gets quarantined. And the rest of the movie is just them... They're not trying to fall asleep because apparently if you do that you die. Um, and in the end they all die anyway. So I mean I'm not sure what the point was, but <laughs> yeah. And I also feel like it, it kind of you know this is very very intelligent of the filmmaker here. I mean it's really sending a message here because you know the movie and the way that these people are trapped and it's so. The, the time is moving really slowly for these people and they are really trying mm. not to fall asleep. I really feel like the filmmaker was like, oh, it will reflect how the audience will feel about watching this movie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I am yep, agitated yep. right now. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that is the basic story of the Alpha Incident. Um, yeah, we have like in the background scientists that are working on a cure. We see a few scenes with them, uh, but then it turns out now they're not c- gonna come up with the cure. So uh, the military, I think, or f- 
some organization anyway decides to oh we're just gonna kill off these people that are quarantined because we can't figure out the cure and yada 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 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so so these um there are two uh scientist people that are the main ones and then there are a few other ones like lab workers and things like that so you know i would just because you mentioned the andromeda strain and we talked quite a lot about the portrayal of science and scientists mm. in that movie uh, and how interesting it was um, and you know what what they got maybe right and what they got maybe not right so <clears throat> you know considering uh, that sort of setting and everything um, with us having talked about that how would you rate <laughs> <laughs> the portrayal of science and laboratories uh, <laughs> in the alpha incident and I'm asking you because like we've talked about this before and you do have have a lot of insight into this so you know have at it i'll give you a machete too so you can really <laughs> chop it down if you want to um we don't actually get to see that much laboratory work um the little of it we do see seems to just be there to be sort of flashy and mm. sort of look cool. I don't actually know what they were doing. Um, most of the quote-unquote science of the movie is delivered as them talking to each other and it's mostly nonsense um, and they seem to draw conclusions quite quickly based on mm. very little information they're just sort of like oh it has to be this way and i'm just like how why how did you come to that conclusion i don't know um very very weird very <sighs> they're not really using the scientific method shall we say <laughs> yeah, to put it lightly and um, also i was um, kind yeah. of yeah sorry to interrupt you but um you know it's kind of fascinating how early on they go well we, i don't think we should have left uh, we should have put this virus on a train going somewhere and it's so, supposed to be a a, um, a pesticide is that is that the word for it and you know yep, in the yep. field yeah a pesticide. and they don't really know what it does but oh we shouldn't have we should never send it off before we know what it does well how did you sell it then like how did you how, what was your pitch here like your elevator pitch <laughs> virus yep. that does something might be good for pesticide use. You know, I don't really see the appeal. <laughs> no, no, agreed. Uh, and also, I think yeah, the oh. the only part, the only sort of scientific part that is all right, that is realistic enough to to, mm. to work, to sort of be believable, is this thing of oh, it's only activated when you fall asleep. I'm I'm just like, yeah, I can buy that because when we are sleeping, different things are happening in our body than when we are awake. And I can sort of mm. accept that, yeah, okay, so there might be mm. a chemical that is more active when we are sleeping. That sort of um, triggers the activation here. That's that that is fine. And 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 in a different movie, that might have been something that would cause a bit of distress and tension mm. and things that made the audience go, "Ooh, I, I wonder how they'll ever make it because sleeping is so vital." And every, you know, if if you've been awake for so many hours, you'll just have to fall asleep. But they sort of just do drugs, and then, I, <laughs> yeah, it, you, it's not it's not that much of anything, honestly. And no, they do, no. they do, they, I mean, they just fuck around for an hour basically they, yeah they i mean oh. they, they get drugs from the military that supposedly is going to help them stay awake um they drink coffee they get drunk they play cards 
They look at porn magazines. I mean, they're just... I don't know what they're doing. And it feels like... I mean, this is like an hour of the film. So this is a huge chunk of it that we're just looking at them faffing about. And it feels like... I mean, at least to me, it felt like this is just one night. Like, at the end of the movie, it's like dawn yeah. or something. And I'm just like, I can stay along that long without any problem. <laughs> like, what... Why are you getting upset about this? I, I should tell you, yeah, because it, it, this is a tangent, but it has to do with staying awake. So in Sweden, we have um, the cinema event every year that is um, at, at around Lucia night, which is around Christmas time, mm-hmm. um, where a c- a cinemas will, will send a few films in the middle of the night. <clears throat> I went to one of these events one, once, and... It started at midnight and it continued till four in the morning. And I was awake for all of that. Then I went to school and I went to lectures. And then I went to see a Hobbit film later in the cinema that night. So I was up for more than 12 hours and I was fine. I was tired, but I was fine. It just, you, you, these people in the movie, they are complaining so much about Oh, we can't be awake this long. And I'm just like, yes, you can. Come on. Yeah. And also, like, if your life depends on it, you'll stay awake for quite a while. I mean, exactly. People really do end up in situations like that and they stay awake. They don't, you know, lose their minds immediately because that's also something I feel like these people don't. I mean, they react react in a rather weird way, I feel like also. The Mm. reactions to being quarantined and the kind of questions they asked and just shouting about the freedom. They they didn't quite react in a way that made you feel sympathetic to them, understanding towards them, or, you know, anything that would make... uh, make you root for anyone, let's say. Mm. I didn't mm. honestly I didn't care about any of these people and um you know it was just it did feel like someone had had or had an opportunity to stay a weekend at a a train station thing you know like at a at a train station and um they were like well do what you want with the train You'll have access to like maybe one or two wagons on the train and also the station. Do what you want. And then one person just, you know, shot the film and they didn't really have a script <laughs> until <laughs> they were there. That's kind of kind of how it feels like because so many things are just random. I feel like, uh, but it is yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. And padded <clears throat> so padded. Oh, so awkward. Also, there's one scene where the one woman in this group takes off her clothing and the music is so sleazy 70s. Mm. And it's just awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward. Yeah. And she's just being very practical and just changing in and out of her clothing. as just, oh, why? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, should we introduce some of the characters? We haven't talked about them should yet. Should we? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Go for it if you really want okay. to. <laughs> uh, I figure if I figure it will make sense for the listeners to uh, you know mm-hmm. better understand what's going on in this film. Um, so in the beginning on the train we have uh, Doctor Sorensen, who is like the biologist who's sort of traveling with these vials of, of stuff, um, 
and a uh, not train conductor but like it he's on the train working uh, called Hank who is a drunkyard and it's just a bloody screw up and yeah he, he also kind of has a different accent than the other ones I I feel like that's yeah, how I yeah. remember him so that's yeah. kind of weird as well but I'm not from America so I don't know if that's um, a thing with I don't know class or something in that specific geographical <laughs> geograph- um, location a- anyways he has a different accent anyways let's move on <laughs> yeah yeah um, and he Hank has been told by Dr. Sorensen don't open these crates but of course, because of that, he's very curious, so he goes and opens them, and he breaks a, wi- a vial, and he cuts himself on a piece of glass. So he's, he has like a, a small wound in his hand. Um, and then later, when they arrive at the train station, he's like, oh no, everything's fine, Dr. Sorensen's no problem. Um, and they go on to the station, and Hank is just sort of touching everyone that's in there, and like, ah, hello, people. Um, uh, and just spreading this virus all over the place, essentially, <laughs> because he's a bloody stupid. Um, but on this train station, we have uh, Charlie, who is uh, an accountant of some kind there, where he he works there in a way with paperwork. Um, his personality is mostly just that he's sort of quiet, doesn't talk much. He's just kind of a, a gentle guy for the most part, I think. Um, and then we have Jenny, who is like his secretary of some kind. Um, who is the token female in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we also have um, Jack, who is... Uh, I don't know exactly what he was doing. I think he was driving another train or something that had also stopped there. Um, and he's mostly just there to flirt with Jenny awkwardly. Um, yeah. So that is the main cast. And that is pretty much everyone we encounter throughout like an hour of the film. Yeah, and there isn't too much to say about these people. Um, one is more annoying than the other. One is more boring <laughs> than the other. <laughs> uh, but I, I will say, yeah, 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 go for it. I will say this. They did all have unique personalities. Like Hank was yes. different from Jack, who was different yes. from Dr. Sorensen, who was different from Charlie, etc. So... As far as that goes, I have seen worse movies where the people had less personalities. At least in this one, I, I can sort of go like, oh, so Jack is the the flirty one and the sort of very self-confident one and mm-hmm. the one who uh, doesn't really know personal distance that much. Um, you know, Dr. Sorensen, he's the more serious one, the academic one, etc. And uh, Hank, of course, is the screw up and everything. So, you know, you, you can differentiate them at least. That That's like one of the few good things I can say about this yeah because I was gonna say that I feel like I'm being very negative and I was gonna ask you if you could mention a positive and you just did (laughs) Um, and I'll piggyback on that because yeah they are they are different people very clearly different people and you do get a sense that they have different backgrounds and uh, yeah I can't give it any more than that but you know um I'm trying to find something else that I could sort of give as a positive about this movie. I would say, um. Um, and this is sort of a 
both a good and a bad thing. But obviously, the, it's a very low budget film. Like it has, it, by the looks of it, it has like zero budget. Yeah, I think they use that budget kind of well. I mean, obviously, they can't have a lot of locations to film at because it's a low budget film. So I think this idea of of quarantining these these people at one place and having this sort of claustrophobic room where everything takes place. I kind of feel like on paper that is a good idea. In execution it leaves a lot to be desired because <laughs> nothing happens yeah. when they're there. Um, yeah. But on paper I can I kind of understand where they're coming from and what they're aiming for. That, Absolutely. You know, we, we don't have ten different buildings where we can record ten different plot lines that goes on we only have this one place and we're gonna make the most of it so we have like 99% of the film that's taking place at this one place and that is both a good and a bad thing (laughs) yeah and I feel like you can absolutely make a claustrophobic movie interesting with like one room you can do that so um, it's not a bad idea but then so much depends on your script Uh, (laughs) And yeah. that's unfortunately yeah. where the Alpha incident also failed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, two positives. Oh, and also uh, I did say that these sort of them falling asleep, that that could have been a good thing if done by a different person. So three positive things about this movie. I mean, it's almost worth recommending it to people, I feel like. <laughs> Well, if you want to, go right ahead. Uh, I'm yeah, but not you won't, joining you that. You won't stay no. beh- stand behind that, yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, the, re- yeah, the reason we're watching this is essentially because I and I recommended it to you at some point in the podcast. So you were just like, we should see that for the podcast. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> Look, yes. I want but to point out. Shouldn't. Th- yeah. I want to point out, this is the third time I've seen this, this film. <laughs> oh, that is three times too many. Yeah, the reason is that I have it on DVD. I have it in one of these 50 movies box sets oh. that has just a lot of trash movies on them. Um, I kind of, you know, I kind of enjoy those types of films sometimes. But the first time I watched this film was when I had gotten the box set that I was watching through them. And I was just like, this is garbage. <laughs> then I rewatched it and re- reviewed it for my YouTube channel. And I figured, oh, that's that, that's it. I've reviewed it, that's now it. I don't need to revisit <laughs> it. <laughs> but then and we then started we a podcast. podcast yes. about it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Linnea. But hopefully this will be your last. Uh, you know, what you should yeah. do is sort of um, scratch out the title on your DVD box. You know, go right ahead, scratch it out, and it's out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty good idea. I can just say that yeah, no, no, that's a misprint. It's not on the collection. <laughs> exactly, and you won't ever have to watch it again. <laughs> Solved. Well, uh, what I was going to say earlier is that it, you know, sometimes it can be a very good sort of palate cleanser. Well, not palate cleanser precisely, but. Sometimes if you eat something really bad, like you make a really bad pasta meal or something, and you're just like, yuck, don't like it. The next meal you'll eat will just seem so much tastier and better. And I kind of feel like watching something that is absolute garbage, sometimes, you know, 
it works as a restart almost on your senses when you go into a new movie. So in a weird way, I am grateful for having watched the Alpha Incident because I know how bad it can be now. And I'm thankful for that. (laughs) That is actually a really good point. You know, (laughs) you can't recognize the good parts if you don't know what the bad parts are. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You need that (laughs) reference, no matter how much it hurts you getting it. So, yeah. warm reviews of the alpha incident (laughs) you know weirdly speaking of reviews it has 3.7 out of 10 on imdb and i just feel like how the can that be um that's high i feel like but um maybe there are there is something about it that i just don't see because that i don't know i can yeah you know because that means that people have rated it a bit higher and a bit lower so that's why it ended up at a 3.7. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hmm. I hate this film. I really do. <laughs> I can, I suppose, sort of see how some people can write it a little bit higher. Not high, just slightly higher. Um, because I think that the directing and the... Well, not the cinematography, but the the directing, like the way scenes are framed and the way it's cut and everything does make for a rather even flow throughout the film, you know? Mm. I have, as, mm. as far as directing goes, I have seen worse films. I mean, this is still a Fair. bad film for, for other reasons, <laughs> but it is... It, it's not the most boring film I've ever seen and it's not the worst directed film I've ever seen so I can I mean I'm playing devil's advocate here but I can, yeah. I can kind of see why some people might appreciate it, for that it's good that you're sort of weighing out my sarcasm and <laughs> hatred here so you know it's good for you to being the Jedi in the situation absolutely <laughs> uh, and I agree with you I mean it could it could be like frog shots and you know just pictures of eyes basically and and shaky cam and be absolutely horrible and it's not that bad so you're right there are some redeeming qualities to it uh, in regards to that so yeah fair enough (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um i don't know how about you is there anything else you want to talk about um when it comes to story acting uh, that one about, specialist yeah. Thi- yeah sorry <laughs> do we want to talk about Jenny I don't know what is there to say she almost gets raped um, yeah that's I don't what know. I was referring yeah. to um, <laughs> that is one of the reasons I hate this film um, yeah. is, is Jenny um, yeah so in the beginning we have Jack flirting with Jenny quite awkwardly and sort of not really appreciated by her and then later on when they're quarantined, he's continuously flirting with her and trying to get her into bed. And at first she says no. And then she sort of, when she's had a little bit to drink and he's had a little bit to drink, she's sort of, okay, fine. So they go out sort of to have sex. And then she says no again and she leaves. <sighs> but then she comes back and they do have sex. And it's just, ugh. Um, it and, is. And, oh, uh, uh. It's, it's complex, let's say. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just... that That is one scene that has stuck with me since I watched it the first time. That's one that I'm just like... 
what the fuck? Why? I Why? I'm making a face right now. Yeah. 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 <sighs> no, it's it's not exactly contributing to the um, uh, forwarding of uh, f- female rights and and uh, good representation in cinema. Let's say. No. So no. yeah, Jenny's situation. Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, and then after they've had sex, it looks like she regrets it. But then at the same time, when Jack, he goes out and he finds a couple of porn magazines and he's sort of, oh, look at this woman. She's so beautiful. Oh. Then Jenny almost gets jealous of that. And it's so weird. And she's yeah. also sort of talking to Dr. Sorensen. And it's like, I would have preferred you instead of Jack. And I'm just like, what? Why? It's Why? confusing. It's confusing. And... It doesn't add to anything and it's not no. really trying to say anything so yeah over it honestly kind of over it the whole thing yeah yeah <laughs> and she has throughout the whole film said that what she had actually planned on doing this weekend was go away with like her boyfriend to to like a weekend retreat or something but then it turns out in the end that was all a lie she had made it up for some reason and she ends up, she doesn't actually die by the virus, she ends up killing herself. Which is, I, when that scene came along with, with her um, shooting herself in the head, I just couldn't, I didn't get it. She was like, oh, I don't want to be alone or something like that, she said. And I was just like, then go inside and don't kill yourself. I don't know. It didn't make any sense because she was not suicidal for any for for any scene in the in the film no. she was worried and yes. things like that but she wasn't suicidal she wasn't leaning towards that at least i didn't feel like it so it did come out of, out of the blue uh i don't know it feels like she was sort of punished for sleeping with someone she didn't might want to sleep with i don't know it was weird it was weird yeah 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 another one of those alpha incidents yeah yeah so (laughs) should we move on then (laughs) yeah go ahead i mean yeah i don't know there's there is not much more to say about this film it's yeah it's it's gonna be a short one and and i'm fine with that uh yeah so i'd like to know (laughs) no i wouldn't like to know that let me rephrase this and think about this for a moment. <laughs> uh, this movie, and especially what we talked about um, just now, like Jenny and all of that, makes me want to skip a few of our usual questions uh, because it just kind of feels awkward. Are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. totally fine with that. Perfect. Um, I'm very, very, very happy. I don't have to make those decisions <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so i want to know if you have a favorite film quote you want to share with us no well i do oh. i do i have a i have it's it's a perfect film quote definitely capturing how i felt for the first 15 minutes of this movie <laughs> uh okay. okay wait i'll just get my papers ready because i did write it down here so sorry quite a long one and it's it's very deep and um, I feel like you can really reflect on things train virus that's how the first 15 minutes felt like for me I was eating Cheetos or whatever cheese doodles and things like that so I did crunch a little bit and didn't hear everything but my god 
speak clearly, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, deep, you're right. Like that I is, told you, you yeah, know? that is the very mystery deep. Very of deep. speech. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it it makes me question my existence. So you know, I know <laughs> I didn't intend it to be that sort of you know revolutionizing, but um, <laughs> here we are, 2020, bringing on even more surprises. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, no, I'm I, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm going to. So argue why this should be named Gordon. And Gordon is, of course, our version of the Oscars. And oh. it's equally as important. And it's also not skippable. Um, so you have to choose something here. Uh, <laughs> I is love there that anything? Sigh. Yeah, is there anything that deserves a Gordon here? Um, uh, I guess Jenny's dress looks kind of nice. God damn it. You beat me to it. Yeah, it is kind of nice. It looks kind of comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Uh, okay. Well, however, can I beat such a wonderful addition to the Gordon Awards? Um, uh, well, I'm going to give it a Gordon to a a comfy well this is gonna be so outfit related but a a warm looking jacket worn by jack i think uh and it had a bit of fur and it was very bulky but it did look like uh, it could keep you warm during the winter so you know as boring as it is i give it a i give it to another piece of clothing uh in this movie uh that should tell you something and none of these outfits look, look good i mean it's it's insulting, honestly. <laughs> yeah. They do they do look better than the wig in Heaven Can Wait. I mean, come on. Most things do. Yeah. Most things yeah. do. So yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you you got to be yeah. relative here and compare things. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <clears throat> yes, on a scale of uh, you know, the wig in comparison to any headpiece in Flash Gordon, uh, yeah. These things look okay, I guess. <laughs> it's not quite wig territory. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I'm interested if you have a double feature you want to recommend uh, me and the listener to check out uh, in, in uh, you know, as maybe something you, you watch or read or partake in to, to sort of try to erase the memory of this movie or if you want to enhance it. Or if you want to be drenched in even more sorrow, any sort of media you want to make a double feature with. What do you have for us, Linnea? Um, read or watch The Andromeda Strain and then skip this one. Yes, agreed. <laughs> I mean, The Andromeda Strain pretty much gives you <laughs> everything you need out of this this type of story you know with with a strange virus that's killing people you know that one will scratch your itch this one will not <laughs> so you know skip, skip yeah. this one vastly higher quali quality on andromeda strain vastly yep. better quality yeah mm -hmm. uh yeah so i absolutely ditto you on the andromeda strain watch that instead um but i would also sort of um 
I sort of grabbed on to the whole, you know, isolation and quarantining and trying to figure out maybe how the virus uh, behaves and who's got it and everything like that. So I am uh, recommending the classic The Thing, uh, mm. the 80s version. Uh, so yes. that is just so much better. I would watch yes. that 10 times <laughs> instead of watching this one one more time. Yes. Uh, so that's my uh, recommendation. And also, I have to give it to a... Uh, because we, at least I watched this on um, on a YouTube uh, version. It's there for free. Don't pay for it. Watch it on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is it legal to say it like that? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I think no one so, cares about this film anymore. I, it's like... I really, yeah, I agree with you. No domain, one cares. Probably. Uh, yeah. But there was a comment uh, <clears throat> sort of like, yeah, this is totally like night of the living dead and i really feel like it was being super duper sarcastic so <laughs> i'm so you know gave me a laugh that comment thumbs up for that but also you know watch night of the living dead because it does have sort of a similar ending uh, people are stuck in a house and it's sort of low budget but it's also awesome which Okay, so listener, have you seen Alpha Incident? Uh, well, if you have, I feel very sorry for you. Uh, if you haven't, um, don't check it out. But if you have, uh, we want to know what you think. So go to our Facebook page, Star Crash Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, we also have, have an Instagram account that's also Star Crash Podcast. Uh, so check that uh, out as well. Uh, and join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk about dead man bye bye bye